Greetings. Embark with me on this mystical, musical ride past the borders and to something known as Preform. Along the way, music from those you know and those you will know. Signing on for its 23rd year exclusively on the internet, I'm Dan Herman. This is Radio Crystal Blue.
think one hard part about growing up and I guess what the kids say are adulting, especially when you're adult and you say adulting, it sounds so like ridiculous. Being an adult, that's what it is. Being an adult means, um, what does it mean to me? Well, you, you pay a living wage, you actually pay taxes <laughs> instead of getting a refund every year and, um, you know, keep a clean house and uh, you have friends, you have an active lifestyle if you so desire, um, have maybe a couple streams of income, you have long-term uh, relative amount of stability for money and for health and such, you know, those sorts of things. I'm sure you know that, but it also means to uh, witness death and darkness and all those things. Or if not in your own life, maybe the people around you or the people that they have around them. Let, let me start off with a true story. Um, I was... Um, no, don't get concerned. I'm not dying or anything, but... I was, um, I'll, I'll guess I can be anonymous as I can with this because I actually, <laughs> not, no need to like even share names because no one, I'm not thinking like no one's going to listen to this so on, on this program I call Radio Crystal Blue. Of course you're listening. But there's, um, there was this, uh, let's see, what is this now, about a week ago, and I'm just finishing just a few days removed from um, a uh, job change. This is my first job change in about five years. Yeah, news on that later, I guess. I'll put it up on social media. I um, was headed to Ikea. Hadn't been there in, uh, since early in the year when I first got my uh, apartment I have right here, this tiny space. I figure it's only about 400 square feet if that. And I've gotten the place decent. I mean, a minimal amount of furniture by choice, because I don't want to have to schlep up and down with furniture, especially if I eventually have to throw it out. Been through that ha hassle. I want to get a few more things, mostly for like storage, in-house uh, storage. And I, it, it takes me a while to get to the bus. Now, from where I live in Philly, I had to go toward my old stomping grounds closer to South Philly. And I say my old stomping grounds. I mean my prior stomping grounds of Philly in that section. Waiting for the uh, connecting bus to go toward Ikea, toward the Columbus Commons area, which is actually ironically not far from where I was most recently working. And there I see... I mean, listen, listen, it's biting cold and windy. About the coldest day yet we've had this winter without even so much as a smattering of snow so far here in Philly 2022-23. There's this uh, woman who's maybe about, oh, well, I got like 5152, and she's uh, all bundled up to the nines, I suppose. Not nines, like dressed up. I mean, just like just bundled, like cold, 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 bundled. And... I look over and she's saying something to me and she's asking about when the next bus is coming and she figures, okay, I'm waiting for the bus. I guess she is too. And 
And then I mentioned the schedule and the time and so forth. Buses come every so often. And there was um, a recognition in her that maybe she just trusted something in me, that she just wanted to talk and I was able to listen because I figured, oh, we might have some time before the bus comes. And she's telling me about her aches and pains and things and her uh, her marriages, three of them that had uh, failed, and uh, there were trust issues going on and um, lots of things, including her house where apparently several people had passed away in that house where she's living. And she was already making plans to um, move from there to a uh, much more warm or, uh, warmer state, maybe Cali or Florida or something like that. Even though she had good planted roots and was a tough South Philly girl, and she's probably in her, like, I don't, I'm guessing, like, 60s, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember. But we had a good conversation, and, and she was so racked with all her pain, she couldn't, she had to walk very slowly, maybe, like, let's say one or two miles an hour, which is maybe half my speed, but it was okay. And I was waiting for a bus, and I didn't know when the bus would actually get there and struggled to get my internet to work on my Wi-Fi. But uh, eventually I figured out, oh, the bus might be coming every so often, but it wasn't coming. While we're talking, a bus balls by, and I missed that. And she felt sorry about that. But uh, I said it was okay. I'd wait for the next one because I wanted to invest my time and energy in this person to... Uh, at least hear her story, and uh, and we had a good conversation, and I remained sensitive, thoughtful, empathic. No, not empathetic. No, it's empathic. That's the word. It's about empathy. So we um, wrapped up once I saw the bus finally coming, and just exchanged a good hug, and didn't exchange like numbers or anything like that, but. It was tough to see here. I had to summon a lot of my patience, but um, I think was rewarded because uh, a good feeling of being able to give someone a chance to express themselves amidst their pain, amidst all the things they've been through in their life, someone who's lived a pretty full life with everything. And alongside that, the pain, the not being able to really use a walker because it would harm her posture, which was already uh, fairly hardened. She was really hoping to get a wheelchair at some point, but she didn't have one. So it was just enough to be there for her. And there I was putting my my own needs a second to someone else's. Yeah, I was pretty cold. <laughs> but eventually got the bus, and then I discovered that it was going to be a fait accompli. There was no way I was going to be able to shop at Ikea in a reasonable amount of time. It's one of those places, if you've ever shopped there, you know, you want to save like an hour and a half, two hours at least, because you're encouraged to go through the showroom where the uh, downstairs area to like uh, go room by room to figure what to buy. And, um, well, I think I kind of missed a few uh, areas in terms of uh, what things I needed to buy. But I did finally get the storage things I needed. I didn't get them that day. I went back a couple days later when I knew I had more time. I went to some fast food place. I got some food from there and I uh, trudged back on the bus still very, very cold. 
So, yeah, it was a little bit of a waste, I guess. But nothing really wasteful. It was just enough to be able to be comforting to someone. And um, it was a good experience. And I shared that story if you follow me on Facebook in full. I'm on Facebook under my name, Dan Herman, and also Radio Crystal Blue. Share that on my uh, my own page. I'm also on Twitter at Radio CBLUE and also on Instagram at... Uh, what am I on Instagram? I forget. I haven't been there as of late. I'm not sure I believe those who are following me. Getting the same experience on Twitter. It's like those who are following me, I think they're those all fake accounts. <laughs> Oh, yikes. Facebook is barely legit as it is. I am on Mastodon, though, which I, I like also for its uh, simplicity. Mastodon, M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N, world. Uh, let me get that in front of me here. Tell you where that is. Mastodon. Dot world slash at the at sign, Radio CBLUE. That's definitely it. <laughs> I guess I'm sharing this because I, you know, there have been uh, people like you and me and others who have been uh, paying attention to some of the news and some of the sadness about the loss of some amazing uh, people, celebrities anyway, who have left us. And sure, it might reflect uh, the deaths in our own lives. Um, there are some real tough ones as of late. In fact, there are some that have come through that I can't even process yet here for this show because, I mean, I've got to get these shows uh, out there every so often. And I do about every 10, 11 days. Um, my goal is to have this show out by the 21st, which may be the 22nd by the time I'm actually recording this. And then another... Um, uh, after this, uh, January 31st, my birthday, I'll have that one wrapped up. So it's three shows a month. Also in tandem with Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo, which is a more focused show focusing on new releases. All from songwriters and bands who are touring, playing your local area if otherwise, and making news when they're not. Opening segment of every show, I tend to get a little creative with what I throw in there and uh, had to dig in the archives a bit for uh, Jeff Beck. I um, was reading about uh, Beck and his, uh, his long history and I wasn't too familiar with all of his recordings and things, but decided to see what was out there and gave you some of his discography going from... Uh, earliest to more recent ones. The last one we heard was uh, Even Odds, featuring some help by Jan Hammer. It was from his album, Who Else? That was his seventh album. That's, that's going back to 1999, and he had apparently uh, been out for about 10 years uh, between... Uh, recordings it was the first time he added some electronic and techno music into his repertoire along with his now legendary blues rock 
and jazz fusion of previous albums. Jennifer Batten is featured as a collaborator on this uh, album as well. It's good stuff. Uh, Donna Loney is uh, featured on another one, and um, yeah, very good album. Let me see. Jeff on guitar arrangements and also producer. And Giannis on keyboards and drums. Hmm. I remember collecting on cassette this uh, fantastic tribute to Jimi Hendrix called Stone Free. Amazing personnel all through. The likes of, uh, in, in order, uh, The Cure, Clapton, Spin Doctors, Buddy Guy, Body Count, you remember Ice-T's uh, group? There's uh, Nigel Kennedy, The Pretenders, PM Dawn, hmm? combination of Slash, Paul Rogers, and Band of Gypsies, the reformed Band of Gypsies. Also, Belly, Living Color, Pat Metheny, and MACC, which are members of uh, Pearl Jam and... Uh, was it Soundgarden? McCready, somebody, Cornell, and somebody else. I forget who. <laughs> I'll have to look that one up later. But um, in the middle there someplace, uh, track uh, six on there, is Manic Depression, produced by Jeff Beck and Seal, who both perform and, and are featured on there with uh, Eddie Kramer also in the producer's chair for uh, that tune. One of my real favorites. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna, my notes are actually backwards here apart from the uh, track listing. Okay, MACC, Mike McCready, Jeff Ament, sure, Matt Cameron, drummer for Soundgarden, later for Pearl Jam, and Chris Cornell. <laughs> that was our only known recording. They all worked on the Temple of the Dog, of course. And uh, years later, they would throw that song, Hey Baby, Land of the New Rising Sun, um, that they perform on that album to their live set, going back a few years when uh, Chris was still alive. Stanley Clark. Hello, Jeff. Jeff featured other on that one, of course. Uh... Stanley alongside George Duke, and David Sanchez, and trumpets from John Faddis, Alan Rubin, Lou Soloff, trombones by Bones himself, Tom Malone, David Taylor, brass section of Earl Chapin, John Clark, Peter Gordon, and Wilmer Wise, Steve Gadd on the drums, Lenny White, though, manning the drum kit for uh, Hello Jeff, all world-class musicians. That's from Stanley's great album, Journey to love and the Jeff Beck group with uh, the fantastic blow by blow album it was uh, this album his second as a solo artist released via epic in 1975 this was after uh, power trio Beg Bogart and Epis uh, had uh, dissolved and Jeff took time for session work with other groups 
and decided to record an old instrumental album while he did a sort of half-hearted audition with the Rolling Stones. And he got uh, George Martin to produce after hearing his work with the Mahavishnu Orchestra's 1974 album Apocalypse. And Thelonious featuring Stevie Wonder playing clavinet on the latter, rather being uncredited. The former song appeared on Stevie's album Stevie Wonder Presents Cyrita, made with then-wife Cyrita Wright, while Stevie never recorded Thelonious himself. Bacola is also a, frankly, a, I'd say a legendary album. Jeff Beck group, Rod Stewart, of course, the lead vocals, and uh, their rendition of All Shook Up. Good stuff. Great way to start that album. That goes back to uh, 1969. And uh, they didn't last too long together with uh, Ron Wood and Rod Stewart out of the band, and they would later form the Faces with members of the Small Faces, 1969, while um, pianist Nicky Hopkins would play Woodstock with Jefferson Airplane, join Quicksilver Messenger Service, and tour the world with the Rolling Stones in the early 70s. And Jeff himself would be out of action by the end of the year due to an automobile accident. So it wasn't meant to be for the long term, but they did put together a few albums. And Donovan, along with the Jeff Beck group, Goo Goo Barbara Jagal, Love is Hot, coming from album of the same title, Barbara Jagal. Donovan with the uh, obvious uh, Beatles influence there with uh, that tune. In his autobiography, Donovan relates how Jeff's guitar had not been delivered to the studio, so they had to borrow one for him to play on the track. And at Jeff's request, it was a Fender, his preferred instrument of choice. So he's on guitar and vocals, or rather Donovan's on guitar and vocals. Jeff on guitar, Natch. Ron Wood on bass... The likes of Madeline Bell, Leslie Duncan, and Susie Quattro on backing vocals. Nicky Hopkins on keys, Mickey Waller on drums, and Mickey Most in the producer's chair. I had uh, read of several uh, obits on, on the web, and there was a few notable... Uh, stories passed on throughout Facebook and uh, picked out a few of them, some of the more recent ones. One coming from Tal Wilkenfeld, who's a fantastic bassist and who I saw perform maybe about 20 years ago on stage. Um, I think slightly before she became a very big star. And she says the following, quote, Jeff Beck's light and power were so strong, I was convinced we'd be goofing around and making music until the day I leave this planet. He was forever youthful, 
fueled so deeply by the muse that basic necessities were last on his list. Are you hungry, Jeff? Oh no, I had a huge muffin yesterday. <laughs> we lost our favorite guitarist, and we also lost one of the most intelligent, intuitive, hilarious people I've ever met. Jeff, thank you for believing in me before anyone else did. You stood behind me and told everyone to take me seriously. You treated me like a daughter to the point where Wikipedia actually thought that was true. Actually, I did too. <laughs> Here's one from Jonathan Bird. He says, okay, one more thing about Jeff Beck. He was in the studio for Stevie Wonder's talking book and came up with the drum part that inspired Superstition. They both recorded the song, and Stevie wanted to wait for Jeff to put his version out first. Then Jeff's record was delayed, and Stevie put out Superstition first. It was a monster hit, and Stevie felt bad that he hadn't given Jeff his shot at it first. Now, in that same session for Stevie's album Talking Book on a song called Looking for Another Pure Love, Beck plays a really distinctive, crazy descending chromatic lick. It's almost out of place in the ballad. Later, still feeling bad about putting Superstition out first, Stevie wrote another gorgeous ballad called Cause We've Ended As Lovers. He gave the song to Jeff and let him record it and put it out first as an apology. In the solo of Jeff's version of Cause We Ended As Lovers, he plays the same crazy descending chromatic lick from Looking For Another Pure Love. I mean exactly the same lick. Jeff Beck never played the same thing twice except when he played the song Stevie gave him. You hear a live version, that lick will be there. <laughs> Almost out of place. He was saying, I love you, Stevie. Every time. The uh, obit that sticks with me comes from Steve Conti, who, by the way, has just released uh, another great album and hopefully will make it on the airwaves here on Radio Crystal Blue. And here's his story. Quote, I'm not ashamed to say it. As a guitarist, I've always wanted to be somebody else. And there was only one somebody else I wanted to be. Jeff Beck. From my rosewood necked Fender Stratocaster with the tremolo arm, I got painted white to be like his. So the whammy bar, vibrato technique, the octave pedal, and the shag haircut, the things I did were an attempt to get a little bit closer to that JB magic. My one mistake was the Jackson Soloist that I foolishly bought in the 80s after seeing him on the cover of Guitar Mag with one. As a kid, I never knew which Yardbird songs he was playing on, but the first time I can recall hearing Jeff's playing and knowing it was him was in 1976 when I was riding on my girlfriend's yellow Camaro and the sad came on WNEWFM on the radio for Wired, the new album by Jeff Beck. They played snippets of the tunes and I hear he distinctly remember Play With Me. So that may have been the first moment I connected the name and the amazing playing. I ran out and bought the album and played it to death. Blue Wind and Lead Boots would become my textbooks for merging rock guitar with the more complex rhythms of jazz, rock, and fusion, and funk. And there's Goodbye Pork Pie Hat, which in my opinion remains to this day the greatest example of note choice, taste, and tone in a solo by a rock guitarist. After Wired, I would go backwards and get blow by blow, off of which I would devour and regurgitate Freeway Jam and every prog band I had over the next decade. And his solo on She's a Woman 
When I learned it, I thought I was playing jazz. So years later, when I threw in one of the riffs during a solo on a jazz funk soul gig, the piano player at Bed Sussman leans over to me and says, Jeff Beck. <laughs> busted. But what better to be busted for? I'm not going to name every album and track of his as absolute genius, but I have to mention one off of Stanley Clark's 1975 album, Journey to Love. The song Hello, Jeff. Again, the tone, note choices, and techniques he employed on this were nourishment for my teenage musical soul. I wear out the vinyl, but I still have it. Jeff's ability to constantly surprise the ear with his playing was one of his amazing gifts. One day in the early 1990s, I was riding in a New York State taxi when I heard this incredible guitar playing coming from the cab's radio. And when I focused in on this song, I realized it was a cover of Hendrix's Manic Depression. I had no idea who was singing it. I thought it was some new singer guitar slinger. The guitar playing was unreal, and as I listened in amazement, I was both inspired and depressed by it because it seemed that someone had come along to steal Jeff's crown. I thought, oh no. It can't be possible that someone else had figured out how to do something like this. Nobody these days could have his touch and tone and phrasing. So I patiently waited for DJ to identify the artist. And when he said it was Seal with Jeff Beck, I breathed a huge sigh of relief. Of course it was Jeff. How stupid of me to think anyone else could do that. Then in April of 2009, I met Jeff when I saw him play Irving Plaza in New York City, and he was astounding. Here was the set list. Bex Bolero, The Pump, You Never Know, Cause of Anandas Lovers, Behind the Veil, Blast from the East, Stratus, Billy Cobham, Angel, Lead Boots, Nadia, Snake Oil, Goodbye Pork by Hat, Brush with the Blues, Blue Wind, A Day in the Life, Big Block, and a few encores. Where Were You, Scottish One, and the well-known Peter Gunn theme. I had just played the venue a few years in a row with the New York Dolls, so I was friendly with the bouncers and managed to get upstairs in the VIP area where I met and chatted with Aerosmith's Brad Whitford and was also waiting to say hello to JB. When I got backstage and met the man, my hero, it was surreal. I think Nightbub, legendary soundman for Aerosmith, the Dolls, and many others, introduced me to Jeff as the guitarist for the New York Dolls, which I'm sure didn't impress him musically, but he was quite impressed with my red scarf, which was given to me by songwriter Willie Nile. He actually asked me if he could have it, but I had to turn him down, telling him it was a Christmas gift from an artist I work with. We did manage to get a photo, though. I'd only see him play live a few times over the years. Nowhere near as often as I want to. But the shows that I saw left an indelible imprint on my brain. Madison Square Garden with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Roseland Ballroom. The Irving Plaza gig I mentioned earlier. And at the Paramount in Huntington, Long Island. Every time my jaw was on the floor. How is it humanly possible to do what he did? And constantly growing. Improving with new techniques and employing modern technology right up until the end of the age of 78. Who else does that? Who else? One of my favorite musical situations was a band I started with drummer Rich Pagano called Blues Deluxe, in which we did many of the tunes Jeff recorded with Rod. Ain't Superstitious, Shapes of Things, People Get Ready, and Bolero during which I'd sometimes quote melodies from Freeway Jam and Blue Wind in my guitar solo. 
And if I listen to the 1990 debut album of my band Company Wolves, I can hear in many of the solos I was channeling the JB aesthetic, with the vibrato bar, the fancy note choices, etc., especially in the songs Call of the Wild, The Distance, Hanging by a Thread, Can't Love You, Can't Leave You, I Don't Want to Be Loved, and the final solo in the reprise of Girl. Because of that album, Guitar Magazine named me a guitar god in waiting in their year-end issue. But I was just copying Jeff. I can't overstate his influence on me, and if reading all the internet posts from the top guitarists in the world, surely you're hearing many of the same sentiments. That obit um, kind of gave me the idea for how I would frame this uh, opening segment here on Radio Crystal Blue, the passing of Jeff Beck, and along with other uh, folks that have uh, passed away in the preceding days and weeks, really. And by the time you hear this show, there are going to be some other ones. Yeah. I, I, I can't even bring myself to say the word adulting. It's just growing up. Just getting older. But as we grow into this program, as I get into my 23rd year, there's still the enjoyment of being here right now and listening to all this great music and uh, the joy of sharing with all of you and sharing something that not too many people know about and to make an art of all of it is such fun. I love it. And I hope you share in that love and hope most of all that you can share it as well. Share this program or keep it download for yourself or just stream it. And um, yeah, there are many places to do so. There's a uh, whole list on my website, the homepage and landing page. You'll see all the links for the uh, places you can hear the show, just like you're hearing it right now. Email is dan at radiocrystalblue.net. Have a chance to get to uh, all this music I have for you. A lot of songwriters, a lot of bands that are busy wherever they are and with what they're doing. And I want to get right into it. And let's see, I did mention just before I begin, next shows will be published at the end of this month, because I usually try to do three shows a month, three pairs of shows a month anyway. So keep it to the RSS feed so you're always informed when all those publishings, or rather when those posts uh, become live. I want to mention too that the show is available in two parts, and to that end all the shows that I do are really recorded at one time one sitting so if you want to hear the show the way it was recorded in one whole part there are two places you can go to one is mixcloud.com the other is the internet archive at archive.org look for the show date and of course the name of the show and you're off to the races there's a nice double bill coming up. Looks like getting to February 26th, happening as part of the East Rock Concert Series at Cafe 9 in New Haven, Connecticut. I'll tell and spin music of the other artists right after, but right now we kick off this first segment with this great song from her most recent album, Highway Philosophers. This is called Now Here, This. It's from Lara 
Herskovich.
our car in the driveway I've got fresh food in the fridge I'm out living my life my way I get to play and sing Got a couple thousand friends At least on the internet I've got a Martin guitar I've got a beautiful girlfriend Yes, it all makes sense So why do I still
It's no joke It's a fragile, fragile thing One minute we're sitting around laughing The next minute everything's changing I need to know
Through the shopping mall Bored with all the shops So they wandered Round the parking lot To see what had been parked There were cars Of every color Cars of every size They didn't care what car it was As long as it could drive And there was Two hundred dollars In the glove box Full tank of gas By the gauge a complete set of keys dangling within reach A recipe for the perfect getaway Why don't we go to California? So they headed down the road to Tennessee Three Hoosier juvenile delinquents Each of whom had failed geography there was chili at the wheel 
Joe Hawk was by his side, but between the both of them sat Darla's Sue McBride. Chili was the oldest, nine months and 14 days, until his 16th birthday on the day of this getaway. And they pulled into Nashville, they thought they were doing fine. They just followed the golden arches right down Highway 65. Just a little pit stop, stayed at the budget inn. As soon as they smelled daybreak, they hit the road again. Why don't we go to California? In two days' time, they cross the Jersey line. Three Hoosier juvenile delinquents with nothing too substantial on their minds. Well, Joe Hawk didn't say much. He thought he was gonna die. He discovered motion sickness somewhere back on 65. So his head was out the window maybe half the day. Chili's heart did not go out to Joe Hawk in this way. Chili was getting antsy. Darla was getting tired with her hand upon the radio. She kept the volume Now, there are parts of Newark You really shouldn't go After dark with Hoosier plates blurring country radio Another life experience Slapped them in the face On an unlit street of unexpected faces Filled with hate But this night they were lucky Chili's pedal hit the floor And Joe Hawker rolled the window down Got sick again once more And he said I've had enough of this, I am going home. Darla said to Chili, let's find a telephone. Why don't we go to California? At the crack of dawn, they met the Vermont sun. Two Hoosier juvenile delinquents. They were trying to figure out if this was fun. Well, Darla, she was resting, laid out in the back seat, and she didn't see the highway curve when Chili fell asleep. But they awoke to bright lights flashing, Chili by her side in the back of a state trooper car being told of their rights. And back home in Indiana, this story, it was told by Joe Hawk to his classmates of adventures on the road. Chili's teacher said to him, we're glad you're back in town and that's really quite a story. You should try and write it down. Chili said, you think so? She nodded, then he paused. Gosh, maybe my life's better than I ever thought it was. And there was $200 in the glove box. Full tank of gas by the gauge A complete set of keys dangling within reach Recipe for the perfect getaway Why don't we go to California? Why don't we go to California? Why don't we go to California?
trying to figure out what I've been missing. I listen for the thunder. I listen for the night bird. I listen for a melody. I listen for the right words. Take me down, take me in, turn me around, bring me home again. That's Megan B. Song called Used to Be from her new album Cottonwood. Megan B. Music.com is M E G A N B E E Music. As for live shows, I see one just ahead, January 29th. Looks like a backyard concert somewhere in the environs of Oakland in yes california we are tim grimm from his album heartland again which is a reprise of uh earlier album of the same title doing the same songs with new arrangements tune called perfect getaway timgrimm.com t-i-m-g-r-i-m-m he announces that there May actually still be room on his 10-day Scotland tour coming up in mid to late July. 
website is scotlandfolktours.com. I suggest you go through his website to uh, see about that experience. Meanwhile, February 9th, he's in concert at the Old Home Place Concert Series in Buffalo in Missouri. Then March 18th at Cafe Carp in Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin. Shanna, in a dress. Daddy's little girl from her album, Robots. One of my favorites from 2022. Shanna, in a com. Uh, let's see, there's a, a list of notes I have here, which uh, I'm going to skip over. I see she does have a Patreon page. You can uh, join her over there for some exclusive stuff. And she's doing a cross-country bike music tour. Or did she already do this? Hmm... Either it's in the past tense or it's coming up. She calls it towards address. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, it's going to be something exclusive uh, with uh, Patreon. Maybe a clip from the uh, the tour. I guess it must be in the past tense, as I'm not familiar with it. Well, I am not seeing anything specific here. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to head to the... Uh, Website myself and things. I thought my notes were actually clear, but I'm gonna take a look myself as to what she's up to. I know she's uh, frequently uh, touring. While I look for her stuff, I'll give you a further recap of this segment. Robert Whaley, gentleman's name I haven't uh, maybe uttered or played music of in years. And what you hear is just about what you get with him. It's a combo sort of of like Bowie, Jim Morrison, and uh, Arm with Trumpet, and uh, an amazing wit, and goodness, what a great musician he is, and great showman. He had a regular gig at a place I worked at, Golden National Underground, and on Houston Street in New York before that place closed. And he is still very much local to New York. Uh, in fact, I think his next gig is uh, January 28th at the Red Line Roadhouse in Cortland, New York. And still has shows elsewhere in the city. He's um, amazing. Very funny. I remember being at a few of his gigs. I think I did some photos, a few of which I think are still fit for republishing. Uh, and... There was a gig, I think, to celebrate the release of uh, an album, and it became something a bit of a dance party afterward, which was actually part of the uh, the whole uh, idea. It was, um, I guess, essentially, it was uh, like an off-Broadway thing, like a presentation of his music in a more of a staged uh, format. But it was such fun. I enjoyed that. Let's see, Robert Whaley, he is not, uh, doesn't have his website, though I know that everything is labeled under his Facebook page. Now, he had a group or ensemble he called Comic Tales of Tragic Heartbreak, and that was uh, 
Let's see. I guess that's still the project he works with. See, if you look under the phrase Comic Tales of uh, Tragic Heartbreak, you'll find out a lot more about uh, how that works. I know there's also lots of uh, music available on uh, Bandcamp, too, for uh, what he's uh, up to and down with. So, yeah. Highly recommended. A tune that we heard is called In Over My Head from his most recent release, the Je ne sais quoi of Robert Whaley. Dug up some info on Shanna in a dress. February 14th, yes, it's V-Day. And she is performing at the Safety Harbor Art and Music Center in Safety Harbor in Florida. Followed by the Love Burn Festival. That's in uh, Key Biscayne, Florida. Then some shows in uh, April and uh, beyond that, it's uh, kind of vague. But more from her at her website. Steve Dawson. Hard Time Friends from a great album at the bottom of a canyon in the branches of a tree. Steve Dawson Music.com. Next thing I see for him looks like February 18th. Benefit concert featuring Barbara Manning and Christensen and himself. And looks like that is at Montrose Saloon in his home base of Chicago. Unless my notes are backwards, I don't know if this is April 2nd or February 4th, because it says 0402, but it's out of sequence with my notes. But Cesare is playing at Simons in Chicago. And beyond that, March 11th is at Judson and Moore elsewhere in Chicago. Career retrospective with Steve Dawson and Diane Christensen of the band Dolly Varden. Sam Robbins. All the pieces are there. That is from his album Bigger Than In Between. Love Sam. Love his music. The website is samrobbinsmusic.com. A very long... uh, newsletter I was reading about and just finished up a occasional Facebook uh, based live stream series and a bunch of shows to announce and also some fun stuff he's giving away on his uh, website a lot of merch and let's see what else He's mentioning about growing a beard. And that went well, it seemed. What else is here? He said he was part of a show called Christmas with the Celts, a Celtic touring group that needed someone to fill in on guitar and also lead vocals. They traveled around the country and played theaters through, through December with uh, Irish dancers, kids' choirs, the whole thing. And... He has his album to record in early January, so he had a brief time between touring and recording to enjoy the holidays and even come up with a new song or two. And I think I'll just go ahead and let you know about uh, upcoming gigs. January 22nd, he's performing with Jan Sides at the New World Deli in Austin. 
Haven't heard from Jan in many moons. You probably know about Folk Alliance International. Uh, the big conference is coming up uh, early February in Kansas City, Missouri. And I'll have some more to say and spin about that conference a bit later on. I see that Sam's getting into some private guerrilla showcases for uh, that event. February 8th, he kicks off his Florida tour in Altamont Springs. February 9th, a house concert in Clearwater. On the 10th, in Bellevue, elsewhere in Florida. February 11th, a house concert in Lutz. February 12th, Sanibel Island. Then away from Florida, February 18th, the Focal Point in St. Louis. And yeah, more from him as uh, time goes on. Grace Pettis picked me up from her album, Working Woman. GracePettis.com. G-R-A-C-E-P-E-T-T-I-S. And she is on the co-bill with Lara Herskovich. Coming up on... What day did I say it was? Let's just scroll through my little meager notes. February 26th. Cafe 9 in New Haven, Connecticut. Lara with the song Now Hear This from her album Highway Philosophers. LaraHerskovich.com is L-A-R-A-H-E-R-S-C-O-V-I-T-C-H. Other shows include a couple gigs in March. Folk Music Society of Huntington, New York. Colville with California. March 19th, along with Eric Lee, somewhere in East Hampton, Massachusetts. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman. Don't know your name, but I'm glad you're tuning in for this uh, periodic podcast episode here. What is January 21st? Maybe January 22nd by the time the show is actually uh, published. I mentioned briefly I'm changing jobs for the first time in a long while, and I've had a little bit of downtime. And enjoying that time before uh, getting busier again to uh, get used to a new job experience. That'll be very exciting, very fun. So let's um, see what I have next. There's a songwriter who is in the Hudson Valley who has been for quite a while and got some news from him. Looks like he's got a few more shows and uh, I think uh, work on another project. Uh, He always has another project uh, or two going on along with his own stuff. And I'll tell you about that a little bit later. He's got... uh, some shows across uh, the state in January and beyond. We'll give you something from his most recent EP, Birds. This is called The Bluebird Flew Away. This is from Fred Gillen, Jr. Before the war When the elms were still here on shady streets and quiet nights Before chivalry disappeared People sat on their porches And greeted passers-by Before the bomb came and made us afraid 
makes me always crave something new Every new move reminds me that I'm still moving too Start 
Screams every minute of 
some of this in case beyond the normal range Everything's a little strange, but mostly it's a place to be Got to leave it for you see it sticks to you I left before you did me in Down and dirty, don't begin to talk about my state of mind All I wanted was to find a way to get between The funky and the plain cleaner too Forget about my feelings, I don't mind
That's Chris Stilmhorst. Wind's Gonna Find a Way. Her most recent album, Long Day in the Milky Way. ChrisDelmhorst.com. You know, she and I go back with this musical connection for about, yeah, about 22 years. She had given me what was her second album to date in 2001 called Five Stories. And have just about every album of hers since. Got a note from her the other day, and she was relaying to me a word of a tribute album for Billy Conway, who had passed away um, most recently. And um, as she mentions to me, a bunch of those who played with and loved him, including herself, uh, her husband, Jeffrey Foucault, and Chris Smither, Caitlin Canty, Laurie Sargent, Jeremy Curtis, made a record of his songs, which is uh, just released as of a few days ago, as of this recording. They're releasing a grassroots style, and uh, apparently uh, Chris had me in mind to uh, promote it and feature it. And yeah... As she says to me, it's a full-on labor of love with no particular ambition other than to get Billy's great songs out into the air and make a little money for a fund they're setting up. They're all chipping in with time and energy they can amidst their other projects. So, yeah, it's um, something I've already agreed to do and actually owe Chris a proper reply, but I am very happy to feature this album and I will do so in short order not this podcast episode but most likely the next one as you know i as i'm sure you know anyway i routinely feature great concept compilation and tribute albums track for track over a series of shows and this might be the first such uh, offering for the year so that may well be the uh, the case with the uh next episode Publishing on the uh, 31st. As for this one, you're listening to here. There's uh, some notes. I have to look for it to get to you. So I'm running through everything I've got here. It has a lot of notes. But I will tell you that there's uh, a good start for her this year. Sitting in with uh, Session Americana for a night at the Spire Center in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Apparently she's going to uh, uh, lead a few songs and pitch in on fiddle and acoustic guitar and vocals and bass. After that, four shows in four states, four different musical setups. February 3rd, solo at Cafe Lena in Saratoga Springs, New York. February 4th at Stone Mount Arts Center in Brownfield in Maine, show that was canceled and rescheduled twice, which is a uh, rare occurrence for her uh, prior to COVID. Then Zenborn in Waterbury, Vermont on February 10th with Isa Burke on guitar and Jeff Berlin on drums. And February 11th at the sainted Club Passim in Cambridge, Mass. And I see... 
soon after, she'll be taking part in Boston's annual winter walk to raise funds and awareness to help address homelessness in the community. And let's see. Also, if you're in the western part of the state, the first annual Western Mass Winter Walk will take place in the town of Springfield on February the 5th. As for the um, Billy Conway tribute album, all proceeds will go to the nascent Billy Conway Artist Fund in Montana. Website for the project is songsofbillyconway.com. Speaking of Chris Smither, we heard What I Do from his album, More From The Levy. Chris ranked as one of my top artists of the year just uh, last year. And the trend continues. And he also appears on, I think I did mention, Chris also appears on the upcoming uh, Billy Conway album. UK tour dates are posted on the website, and he returns with Zach Trahano April 21st through May the 3rd. As for uh, shows that are more upcoming in sooner time, January 28th, he's at 35 Arts. Or, does that say 35 or S? What is that? I think that's the letter S. Let's see. Oh, that's an S. Uh, 3S. 3S Arts. That's in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. January 29th at Atwoods in Cambridge, Mass. March 16th, he plays Daryl's House with special guest Betty Sue. Daryl's House. That's uh, Daryl Hall, by the way, in uh, Pauling, New York. March 17th, he'll be at Godfrey Daniels, also with Betty Sue. Godfrey Daniels is in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. March 18th at the Grand Opera House with Betty Sue. That's in Wilmington, Delaware. April 13th at Shank Hall in Milwaukee. April 14th at Space in Evanston, Illinois. April 15th at the Staunton Opera House, Staunton, Wisconsin. And more to come from him, of course. Joe Holt. Soon called Libra Me his most recent release Tired of Trying joeholtmusic.com this album is most successful in terms of uh, social media uh, visibility radio and uh, everything else he's planning to record a new album uh, soon He's also released his first merch since uh, 2016. And there's more to come. March 3rd, he plays the very old spot called the Postscript Coffee House on the grounds of Columbia University in uh, Manhattan, Upper Manhattan in New York. Postscript is a very special place. Uh, it's been around since the 1960s. And it's in the very crypt, a very uh, small concave space in a basement uh, area underneath a church with impossibly high ceilings. A space that can probably hold about 
maybe 30 people at most. It's got a tiny little uh, mini bar set up. With, I don't think they serve booze on there at that place, though. And a postage stamp for a stage. I mean, it's very small. Maybe maybe can hold three or four on the stage itself. Not too comfortably, but it's very small. And there's practically no mics needed. The acoustics are that good. And it's a little ways in uh, past the main uh, hall of uh, Columbia. Right there in the middle of the city. Or middle of upper, upper Manhattan, anyway. That's a good place to hear music. Good spot for Joe Holt. I'm very proud of him. Scott Cook. Let Love Have Its Way from his album and book called Tangle of Souls. He's quite the troubadour who often uh, travels between here and in the States and Canada, Australia and such. And from his most recent newsletter, he's actually doesn't have a travelogue. He's more like a stay put log in place. <laughs> and he's mentioning here about uh, catching up on uh, several years of taxes and other things about uh, including the anniversary of his uh, taking his last drink five years ago, last October. And he says here, I'm grateful to have a roof over my head and friends around who care about me. And every single day, I'm reminded how lucky I am not to be fleeing war or famine and to live in a country with, which continues to welcome people who are. This year, I'm resolving to be closer to my purpose in this work, trying to open hearts and minds and narrow my focus to the things that serve that goal. I've been practicing my instruments more regularly and more deliberately since the break in 2020, and I'm going to double down on that. And I've been writing a new song most every month to share with my fellow travelers. Thanks to a challenge I set for myself 21 months ago, which has turned out to be a life-changing decision. December's song Christmas on the Mekong feels like a keeper, and I reckon there's plenty more to come. You can hear them all if you want to join us over on Patreon at whatever price feels right for you. I also took a couple weeks break from social media in December, and it's led my my feeling that less is more when it comes to all that. And he continues on here mentioning some other news and also these uh, show dates. January 21st, house concert with Krista Detour in Seattle. Playing Seattle again on the 22nd, another house concert. I'll go to Hawaii, to Honolulu for, at the uh, Slack Key Lounge. February 7th, online show, his roaming road show with special guest Pamela May. February 14th, he's at Onagaka in New Zealand. Then February, no, let's see. Yes, February 14th, that's in the Muscle Inn. February 16th, at Little Andromeda in Christchurch, New Zealand. February 17th, at the Southland Musicians Club in Invercargill. February 18th, at Sherwood in Queenstown. February 19th, at the Dunedin Folk Club, not in Florida, Still in New Zealand. February 21st, house concert in Plimerton. February 22nd in Leven. February 23rd in Palmerston North at the Globe Theater. 
and kind of goes on here for your few more shows across the country there in New Zealand. ScottCook.net for lots more where that came from. Paula Standing, The More I Give is that single of hers. PaulaStanding.com for more. Looks like February the 8th. She is playing in Adelaide in South Australia. Looks like a radio gig. April 6th at the Wheatsheaf Hotel in Tibbarden, also in South Australia. I have a feeling I butchered those those uh, place names, but <laughs> if you're an Australian and you're listening, you may well correct me on those. I appreciate that. How about Monica Rizzio? Well with you. Off her most recent album, Sunshine is Free. MonicaRizzio.com M-O-N-I-C-A-R-I-Z-Z-I-O dot com Start off this year with all traveling through 11 states and bringing in the year New Year singing Leftover Salmon and Andrew Marling in Asheville, North Carolina and it appears that she is getting back to Harvest Gallery and Wine Bar on January 28th for a solo show and plans to spend the winter hibernating on Cape Cod and get to writing some new songs. She spent most of last year touring as a sideman with Tom Rush. Not so much time on her own music, so she is busy remnanting all of that. Meanwhile, this album is now available on vinyl as well. Fred Gillen Jr., The Bluebird Flew Away, from his most recent EP called Birds. Fred Gillen Jr., F-R-E-D-G-I-L-L-E-N-J-R.com. Fred is back at work on a new solo album, as he has time to focus on writing and practicing with only a few shows. Spent some time hiking in the Catskill Mountains of New York State, getting above 3,500 feet. And he has also printed a limited number of CD copies of this uh, EP, his third COVID EP, that is. He feels it's a beautiful bit of social commentary and musically a little bit different for him. Also, may have seen him in a band he's in called The Trike around Hudson Valley. It originally started as a sideband for the CD release of his album If I Woke Up This Morning and Died in February of uh, 2020. It has involved, uh, evolved into a full-fledged band with all three members contributing to the songwriting. John Benrock and Paul J.M. Uh, recorded new material with them in Athens, New York, and they will release that soon. Meanwhile, January 22nd, Fred is solo at Vosburgh Brewing Sunday Sessions. That's in Elizaville, New York, along uh, County Route 19. January 29th, Songs of Hope at Rojan Brewing in Hillsdale, New York. And for more details about the trike, 
You can go into Bandcamp. I think it's simply the trike. That's T H E T R I K E dot bandcamp.com. 